Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and lax rats alike, welcome back to another episode of The Crease Dive. Today is Friday, February 19th, and oh my God, we have a loaded schedule of college lacrosse coming up this weekend. It looks like the world is back to normal. Everything's back to normal. Dr. Fauci, see you later, buddy. We don't need you anymore. The world is back to how everything was a year ago because we've got like 20 games on deck this weekend. Jake, how's it going? Uh, it's going, dude. We, 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 we can't complain. We had a great weekend of lacrosse. We had a great – actually, uh, it's, it's – you know, we were we were spoiled by having the the high point UNC game uh, in the in the middle of the week. So I mean, you know, we we've kind of just you know we hit that we hit that you know first week, and then we just we've kind of just kept it rolling. So the boys are you know it's Friday as you're listening to this, so the boys are keeping it rolling right into the weekend. Uh, we're uh, I mean I'm pumped to be here, Jordy. What do, what do, how do you feel? Yeah, I don't know if I'm just noticing it more this year or if it's something that is a little bit – but, like, these midweek games being played in, like, kind of like that that happy hour-ish slot. Um, like, I remember, like, a couple weeks ago, we had that, that first uh, Duke game that was, like, a 3 p.m. game Eastern on a Friday. Uh, that UNC high point game, I, I think that that might have started at, like – Maybe that started at four. Maybe it started at three. Either way, like I, I love having these early weekday games, um, and especially with like so many people working from home these days. I think like it's awesome. Like if, if you're just kind of like at the end of your workday and you're already like in your, you know, wherever you're doing your work at and you can just toss on ACC Network or ESPN Plus or whatever, like it's been awesome to have these games so early. So yeah, I think – we're we're still in February right now and we might be getting a little spoiled. Oh no, we are definitely spoiled. Uh make no mistake about it, and I will I will just throw my take out there. The North Carolina high point game that happened this week. It was Tuesday, right? I get my was it Tuesday? Was it yesterday? It it, it all it all blends together. It all just yeah, blends yeah, so, it all so just that, blends that, together. Yeah, it that was, was that was yesterday. Well it, it it even blends together harder for us because we record on Wednesdays, but it gets published on Friday, so we have to talk as if it's Friday. So like time is a flat circle. Yeah, like don't give us sympathy, but also like we're out here dealing with this the hardest. So, uh, I mean, we're heroes about it. Agreed. But, uh, you know, regardless, uh, the, the, the Carolina high point game was one of the better games that I've seen in, in recent years. Um, you know, that high point team is just, you know, they are so close. They're almost there. Uh, if there's any team in the entire country, that's going to, uh, sit up and punch you in the face and show you that you can bleed. It is the High Point Panthers. Um, I mean, the friend of the noted friend of the pod, Asher Nolting, had nine points, which is just absolutely disgusting. And uh, Brendan My- uh, Maya Mayo, as they call him on High Point Two, also had five goals. You know, s- silky Canadian. I mean, just an all around great, all around great performance, back and forth. Some highlight real goals. Chris G- Chris Gray being Chris Gray, just an absolutely I mean, the only, the only person who had a bad game was Colin Creek in goal, and he was at 
you know, so. But he did have that one massive dive. The diving, the diving save made up for the entire, the entire thing. So, I mean, Colin Creek was not having a day. He only had, uh, he only had 10 saves. Um, Antonio Arcona, I got to give him a shout out from the High Point Panthers. He had 18 saves, which is just absolutely freak, freak performance. Um, But yeah, we were absolutely spoiled by that game in the middle of the week. Yeah. uh, It it was for sure one of the more exciting games that I can remember in a while. The one thing I will say is that it was uh, probably the worst game of all time for live takes. So if, 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 you know, if you're listening to this right now and you're extremely online and you're on Twitter and you were live tweeting during that game, lot of runs going on there where you would end up and and I'm speaking from experience here looking like a complete and total asshole many points throughout that game where you know it looked like uh you know right towards the end of that third quarter there like it looked like UNC was stomping on high points throat like they had like they they won like eight faceoffs in a row and I think they ended up scoring like seven goals in like five minutes and it was like okay like here comes the route like say good night high point and just tweeting away like good night high point and then all of a sudden they go on a run of six goals of their own so a game of runs like that so exciting as a fan really really makes you feel like a total jackass when you have some tweets out there from like five minutes ago that have already aged like spoiled milk yeah you know it was all. It was all North Carolina, you know, talking about you know, Tanner Cook and, and you know, that super powerful midfield line and everybody else. And then High Point comes roaring back and everyone's like, it was super tough for takes. Everyone was kind of just like hands and, you know, hands up the entire time. Like, well, there does, there goes Chris Gray doing Chris Gray stuff. And there goes Ashton Olting doing Ashton Olting stuff. So it's like, you know, any commentary was basically just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you one take that will be, it, it, it'll last like a like a cast iron skillet that Jake throws in the dishwasher like a savage. But uh, that's, that's th- right. this this is a take that'll last like a cast iron. Don't schedule high point in February. Yeah, just don't like, do it. Like don't do it. Like they are uh, they they have reached that territory where like I feel like that's like that's like the last step right before you become a program that is a perennial like tournament appearance and is like winning tournament games is like when you're that team that other teams like should be worried about knocking them off, especially in February, like you're like right there as a program. Um, obviously when you have a, a guy like Asher Roth, who is simply too much man for so much of, of the nation right now. I mean, this is a big boy who uses his body, uses his skill, uses everything at his disposal. Um, Like, you know, a a kid like Chris Gray is an unbelievable talent, one of the best lacrosse players probably on the planet right now. But what Asher Nolting is able to do is just like, I don't know, they're, they're just so different and each so dominant. But like as a as a guy who really loves that meathead mentality, like that's why Asher is will always be my guy. Yeah, I mean it's like it, it it's they, lacrosse players come in all shapes and sizes, right? Chris Gray is not the tallest guy; he's what five eight, right? He's five eight, uh, and, and, and we don't short shame on this podcast. We don't short shame, right? We don't. But he's he's five eight, maybe one sixty. I, I don't know. That might that might be a little uh, that might be a little. Uh, it might be just. 
I'm not, I, I would not be the carnival guy guessing people's weights, right? But listen, he's not a big guy, right? Asher Knowlton could probably he, he, pick he's, him. He's, he's a welterweight. Sure, he's welterweight. Yeah. Asher Knowlton could probably pick him up and palm his head like a basketball, right? So, and Asher's a bigger guy. He's probably not out there running sprints. Like, I'm not, I'm not either. But, like, he gets the job done. You know, he gets nine points, right? That's, that's fucking insane. And, and there's something we said about the uh, skill development and being good at your craft and not being your – uh, you're, you're atypical, just like six two, two hundred 205 pound midfielder who is just a workhorse, right? Like there's, there's something to be said about that. And I mean, Asher got it done. Uh, he, he got it done. And it wasn't just Asher though, like high point as a team, you know, you could hear their energy on the sideline, right? You could hear them the whole fucking game. You could hear the student section. Uh, and we'll get into your, your horrible take here in a second about the student section and the, and the countdown. Um, you could hear the student section the entire time, the energy on the rides, they were there. They wanted that game. Unfortunately, it didn't tip the tip their way. Now towards the end of the game, um, I believe, I don't remember who it was on, and this is probably a good thing for North Carolina, but they had the ball shot clocks winding down about 13. Now high point student section. And I believe the sideline hit him with a classic start counting at eight when the shot clock's at 13 and they let it rip. Right. So they, they fooled whoever it was. I think it might've been Jacob Kelly, but I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. Okay. So what I need to know, so I, I did miss the beginning of this game. So I, I don't uh, know, like, did they show any, uh, did the broadcast show any shot? Like were there fans at the game? There were, there were fans because you could hear from the broadcast, you could hear people chatting underneath Okay, so that's, uh, about stuff. So there were there were enough fans to make. There were enough fans that I that I could hear at least. So so I yeah so I was under the impression this entire again I, I missed the beginning of this one. Um. So I you know I I don't know. If, if, but he's fashionably was, you're fashionably late. It's not a it's not it's not a big deal. But I I've just been under the impression that there would be like no fans at any lacrosse games this year. So when I heard the fake shot clock going, I was like, hold up, like is that like the is the high point sideline? Are they out here screaming a fake shot clock during the game? And like in my head, I was like, dude, like there's no possible way that John Torpy would let his sideline do something like that. Like that, like that's something where like, fair take. if if you're a coach and like, you have like a whole bunch of like sideline guys who don't even see the field during a game doing a fake shot clock, you're like, shut the fuck up. Like that's going to get us like, like maybe not a penalty, but like lax karma will come back to bite you in the ass for that one. Now, if it was a student section, then that is incredible gamesmanship. I, I agree. I, I agree. I, you you did have you did have a terrible take that that I guess you have now rescinded based on new information, which is okay. You're you're allowed to do that. Yeah, but if if there weren't fans there, like I would I would believe way quicker that it was like UNC trying to be like, all right, like let's count down the shot clock like three seconds ahead of time. That way, like, if our guys run into trouble, we give them, like, a three-second buffer. Like, because uh-huh. there's, there's nothing worse than, like, you're, like, low on time and you got the countdown, like, 10, 9, 8, 10, and then, like, like, you're trying to get something done. You know that you're low on time, but, like, you just can't get, like, your, your hands are tied. So, if you do that shot clock countdown, like, a few seconds early, 
that way, like you can kind of rush to get a shot off. And if your hands are tied, like you still have those extra three seconds when the call was early. So like, yeah, maybe that was a galaxy take galaxy brain take by me. I think that makes a lot of sense though, for why teams would want to kind of count their own shot clock a little early. That way they give themselves that buffer. Um, but if it was high point sideline, uh, uh-uh. I'm, I'm not here. I, I, I know that there are some people out there that are like you specifically, like, don't be a narc. Like, that's yeah, don't what, be a narc. Dude, if it's, if it's the opposing team sideline, like that's some shit you pull in a summer league, beer league game, uh, you know, where like everyone's just like messing around, like, and you don't have a coach who's going to like freak out at you. Like, I, I feel like John Torpy's done a pretty good job building that program over the past few years to being a team that's like a, you know, that can compete, like that can take down Duke in February, that can take down Virginia in February, that can give North Carolina a, a run for their money and come down to the final couple minutes. I don't think that he's like a coach that's like, yeah, guys, like that was like hilarious when our, when our scrubs who don't even get on the field were fake counting down the shot clock. Yeah, and I mean, I'm inclined to agree with you, but I stand by, by my original take, don't be a narc. It doesn't matter where it came from. Uh, and, you know, Torpy said that he was going to throw the kitchen sink at UNC. And, I mean, lo and behold, he really did throw the kitchen, kitchen sink at him. They went zone, they went man, they went back to zone. Like, they did some, some wild shit uh, despite getting absolutely face-fucked at the face-off X, which, I mean, as you guys will, as you guys will hear in our upcoming interview, with legend Drake Porter and face-off guy, both at Syracuse University, Jake Fopp, uh, you, you will hear some, some new commentary about the face-off rules from a guy who, who well, you'll just have to listen to it. It's, it's a fantastic interview. But, uh, you know, the face-offs were, I mean, do face-offs matter anymore? Because this, I'm just throwing the stake out there. Do face-offs matter anymore? Because, uh, I mean... North Carolina won a vast majority of those faceoffs, and High Point still put still put up on put up fifteen. There's your take. I I, w- I would go as far as to saying that faceoffs matter significantly less these days uh-huh. than they have before. Like, but that's not because of the new rules or anything. Like, not because like guys can only do standing neutral grip. Um, I th- I think that the shot clock probably like really took away from how important. Um face-offs are like you you can't have a guy win a fa- and then just like bang the ball around six times right and, you know take what like you know like the i mean remember keep it in ah. <laughs> like, like yes like, like the refs would just like hang out one and then you have like 18 dads in the stands be like they gotta take a shot they gotta shoot like come on right and then like the refs would like talk to each other for like another 45 seconds as the ball's getting banged around. Then eventually it would get to X like the 15th time and then keep it in like such a preposterous way of going about stuff. And and, and it's crazy because it was like so recent that like, that's how the game was played with like with horns, like you could get a horn on a sideline and just wholesale change. Like it's crazy how much the game has changed over like the past 10 15 years um and and i love the way that it's going i don't think that you necessarily need to make all the changes to the face-off but i agree i just those Uh, guys 
they they but, work but, hard enough at something that's fucking weird anyway. They just, they deserve to be able to do whatever they want. But but to your point, yeah, like faceoffs matter significantly less. Like now that teams like have to be a little bit more run and gun on their possessions, or else they'll get dinged with a uh, with a shot clock violation. Especially if you have, I guess, the opposing student section counting down ten seconds early. Um, but yeah, I mean, so like that was an unbelievable game in the middle of the week. We had some great games over the weekend. Um, we're, we're not going to fully break down every game here, but uh, I mean, real quick, shout out performance of the week, Ryan Tierney, and, which is absurd that this, that, that, that this goes down in a losing effort, uh, an 11 point performance in their overtime loss to St. John's insane dude. What, what I want to know from you right now is how do you go into the locker room after a game like this where you just put up 11 points and your team, like how do you look your teammates in the eyes after this one? I mean, it, that's, that's a tough one, dude. I mean, he had some, he, he really put the team on his back too. Uh, he had uh, towards the end of the game, he had a very clutch goal. Um, I mean, he had a, he had a high right highlight reel uh, toe drag. Um, I don't know if you saw that, but he was about he was about up at the five and five and did a did a toe drag and a and a little dunk. Um, I mean, I, I don't know, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's just tough, right? That's tough to put up put up an eleven point effort and and to and to and to lose. You know, I mean, St. John's had a had a crazy effort towards the end of the game. They had. 11 12 different guys on the scoreboard so you know they they distributed the ball well they also split they also pulled their keeper or split time or something like that but i mean performance of the week greaser of the week the pearl across the greaser of the week whatever you want to fucking say pearl across we love you guys by the way uh ryan tierney absolutely just shredding through uh a competition um i mean other <laughs> I can't really say notable game, but like other other game that I watched that I that I rather enjoyed playing, rather enjoyed watching was Duke and Mercer. Um, I, I really, I really, really, really enjoyed watching Duke and Mercer, and and I I think it was what's his fucking name? Is it Bryce Brian Cotter? I don't know the announcer that has been on the. He's been he's like the guy. I don't know his. I think his last name is Cotter. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, but he's been working with Anish. He works with uh, some other guys, but whatever. And he, I think one of them made a really good point is that every goal that Mercer scored in this game was a highlight reel goal. There were, oh, there were yeah. snipes. There were behind the backs. There were absolutely just crazy goals. And they, I mean, they only put up eight. Every one of them was a highlight reel goal. They had a, uh, what, a couple of these games are blending together in, in my head right now, but I'm pretty sure Mercer had a pole goal from like 16. Yes, it was disgusting. Uh, with the, the guy with the knee brace, um, uh, Michael Quinn. Uh, no, it was Michael O'Brien. Um, he's yeah, he's a freak. Range like yeah, uh, like like a a two pointer in the PLL where you have like a full like foot's length between you and the line. Like he yeah, and he put a top shelf too. Yeah, unbelievable. Disgusting. And, like. It, it was it was fun watching Mercer like kind of like they went on like a little run where they had like three goals in a row like pretty yeah. pretty exciting but then um yeah I mean I like what are you gonna do like Mer- Mercer versus Duke like you kind of knew where that one was going especially with uh the Michael Sowers revenge factor there where you know Mercer blocked his transfer 
and they said no like we don't need you and you know because everyone right. everyone knew that he was going to mercer but then they were like hey like we're gonna get this done without you um so the michael sowers revenge factor but yeah i mean like like those are the types of games where yeah like it's fun to watch an elite offense like duke operate the way that they operate and then it's also fun watching mercer kind of get like a little glimmer of hope and like score a couple like really nice goals so as far as like sh- like shit pumpings go that one was a, a pretty entertaining shit pumping um just so happened that at the same time that that was going down that high point and uh bobby mo bobby from the program yeah. jimmy perkins they were going as well that was you know pretty pretty back and forth for the most part uh i don't know Ro- robert morris just might not have the uh defensive abilities to really keep up in some of these tighter games this season um then another good good game on the weekend was uh, Virginia finally getting all their horses back. Uh, so Doc's Aiken, his first game. Matt Moore, his first game. Uh, I, I know that we were, after their first game without those two guys, trying to figure out, you know, how they click back into this offense because obviously, like, that offense snapped on uh, game number one and seemed pretty seamless for Virginia because they got a pretty easy 14-9 to win over Army. Yeah, I mean, not much more to be said. I mean, you got you look at the scoreboard and it's the same guys scoring Peyton Cormier, uh, Ian Laviano, Charlie Bertrand, but you've also got some familiar names with Doc Aiken and Matt Moore. You know, first game back from Matt Moore, hat trick, not a big deal. Put it in the fucking books, uh, count it. I mean, you know, this it's I mean, we're, we're rolling now with some of these games. Yeah, some of them are getting postponed and things like that. And I mean, that's going to be um that's going to be expected but you know uh it's it is what it is and these guys are doing their best you know they talked about i talked about how many uh when he fucking tested uh duke do all fall like 1700 COVID tests or something like that so you know they're making their best effort and uh you know we're we are humbly humbly reaping the benefits being able to talk about it um there was you know some question about whether or not that this would be even possible for us and you know i'm sure you guys are as much as us sure you guys are as much as we are very appreciative that lacrosse is back uh for the most part right um and then this weekend we get big 10 play right yeah i mean big 10's back uh like i i think that there's literally 20 and there so there is a a sunday game between lehigh albany has been canceled uh i think that there might have been one of the games on saturday getting postponed as well but i think that there's still like i don't know there's there's at least 10 to 12 to maybe even more game i'm not good at counting uh this weekend so that'll be huge and um yeah so uh oh you know last thing to talk about from this previous week We'd be remiss. I, I know that we've been talking about this high point UNC game at nauseum at this point, but um, the high point jerseys, the oh. porthole mesh, unbelievable look. Yes. But here's what I here here's something that I want to bring up real quick because uh, on our Twitter now here's the thing we we have a lot of people running uh, the social accounts these days. Shout out to Dugs on Instagram and Josh on TikTok. So I don't know exactly who sent out this tweet from the crease dive account. It might've been you, Jake, uh, mm. saying 
need the whole NCAA to go back to porthole mesh jerseys like yesterday. Of course, that was me. It was all over the case. Now, here's the thing. While I agree with the sentiment. Yeah, you're not about to do this. I'm going to hang up. Don't Don't do it. While I agree with the sentiment, I can't have every team go in porthole. Like there, there. I think that this is a look that is so crisp, that is so good that we can't allow the porthole mesh to get ruined. Like you need to be like a cool school to pull off this look. You either need to be like really cool or you need to be really good. Like high point, that's a cool school. Like, like that's. I mean, like I figured a, that was. I figured that was understood, right? I, I, I wasn't gonna expect to see like. Cleveland State or like the Bonnies wearing okay wearing yeah, throwback yeah, yeah. wearing the porthole mesh. I, I you know I figured these right, like 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 I can't have like Furman or Wagner out there wearing There's, like because like as soon as that happens then it's over. I agree. I I agree. Okay. Uh, I mean they they deserve the opportunity to wear it and maybe they rock that in a game when they're playing you know when the, the net conference is playing you know maybe those guys rock it against each no, other no no no, no not no, even no, all I, right I'm, so I'm are you gate that, you're gatekeeping yes porthole yes, mesh jerseys yes yes I okay am. i you need to I'm, be a cool school like and here's the thing it, it but it's not even just like like fringe programs like Furman and uh-uh. like i don't think like the ivy i wouldn't want to see an ivy league team not even well, i mean i mean princeton did it you didn't like them no, because I don't think that they really deserve to. Like, I think that that's that's like a like one of the most storied programs in all of lacrosse is, doesn't deserve, uh, you know, the the portal mesh jerseys. How many fucking championships do they have? Yeah, no, I'm uh, no, don't I, do it. Yeah. Like, like I think that that's or, like, or is it? Are, I mean, are, are you just like so mad at the Ivy? I mean, okay, okay, there, okay. there is a, there okay. is a lot of Ivy hatred okay. storing are, up right now. Okay, and is it is it the bitterness about them getting offered all of the money to have an Ivy bubble and them saying no, and now they just they don't need the they don't need the porthole mesh jerseys because they can fuck themselves? Because I think I'd be okay with that. There, there's a lot of that in me. Um, <laughs> like, there's definitely a lot of that, but I but I also think like that just kind of goes to speak though to those programs where they're like, uh-huh. or to that conference, like, like you guys aren't you're not cool enough to wear okay like you're like no like we don't want to like um all all these high school teams and all these other college teams are playing but we don't think that we can figure it out because like the numbers um but so i i agree with we need most of the ncaa okay not all of the to break out but not not all of them we can't have all 75 if your program stinks and you're not cool or you're a bunch of dorks like the Ivy. Okay. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to toss out like a couple schools. If you tell me yes or no Villanova. They're like borderline Ivy to me just because they're on the main line here in Philly. But uh, I would give, I would give Villanova versus another Philly team. Yes. Okay. Uh, Jacksonville. No. Cool, cool school, but they haven't earned it yet. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Providence. No. Hofstra. Yes, absolutely. Okay, Hofstra. Uh, but but Hofstra would have to do it, and they would have to have uh, they would have to bring in Peter Dante as a special guest coach for that game. Loyola. Yeah. 
you can let Loyola, their color scheme is terrible. It they'd is. Have to be, they'd have to be green, right? I don't. Yeah, but but maybe I don't know. Like, have they, have they ever had like Kelly green? Like, have they ever made that like transition? I don't think so. All right, last what Utah. Cool school. It's cool school. Really cool school. Cool school. Cool cool coaching staff. But I don't know if I just don't know. <sighs> Fuck that one's tough. That I can, one's the I toughest can see one it. that I've had so far. Um, right. I don't know. I, I just. I don't think it would look good at home. And I don't think that porthole is necessarily something that you want to rock on. I mean, obviously high point did it on the road at, at uh, Chapel Hill, but um, I don't know that one. I might have to, where, where do you land on that? I think Utah could do it. I think they, ha- I think they could do a home, a home one with the subtle red stripes and maybe like a red, uh, a red, red around the neck, and then maybe some some red numbers. I think they could. I think they could rock it with that with that like bold face Utah font. I think I think they could do it. Um, they couldn't do that and then get shelled by you know Duke or something. They'd have to play like a Richmond maybe. Um, yeah. But I, I think Utah could rock it. I, I, I do. Cool school. It's cool enough. Um, oh my god. That is uh, Jake's cat making a guest appearance. Obviously about, fired up about these uh, porthole mesh jerseys. He he's so he's so fired up about the porthole mesh jersey takes. Uh, last one, Denver. Yeah, yeah, De- Denver could definitely get away with it. Okay, I think I I think I've kind of differentiated between cool schools and not cool schools. Um, I'll be compiling a list and then I will be outing you on what you say aren't cool schools, so we can get all the the dads on Twitter who went to those schools in the eighties and seventies, you know, where you could like drink and drive and still go to practice and stuff like that. Like those, those dads are going to be mad at you because you said they're cool. Their school isn't cool. If, if they have pictures of themselves wearing portal mesh jerseys from late seventies, early eighties, and preferably like ripping a whole pack of darts on the sidelines, yeah. Like if, if you can show me that picture and I can see how cool your school looked then, I'd be willing to give them a little bit more leeway in 2021. Um, but, you know, there are some programs that are just like not cool. Too stuffy, too stuffy, yeah. not cool enough. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I get it. Um, but yeah, so I mean, porthole jerseys though, by and large, do look incredible. But would you like to know how High Point could have looked even better in that game? How? If they went out there wearing nothing but pro athletic shirts. That's right, Jordy. Tell me about pro athletics. Well, pro athletics, little company that uh, headed by a, a guy we all know and love, Jerry Raganese. And these guys make some of the most comfortable fitting sportswear in the game right now we're talking you can wear this to the gym you can wear it if you go for a run uh you can wear it if you're you know showing up to to watch your kids practice and yelling at the coach like why isn't my son getting more playing time like you can wear it to that uh you can wear it pretty much anywhere like i'm getting married we're both getting married like i'm considering getting married in a pro athletics t-shirt because i want comfort and i want to look good and pro athletics does both of those things for me. 
Jordy, I've seen a lot of guys, a lot of professional athletes on uh, on Instagram. Uh, they've been wearing pro athletics as casual gear. Can you also wear it as casual gear too? Listen, you can wear this anywhere you go and people are going to be like, damn, not only does that guy look good, but he also looks like he could probably run a 5K at least right now and not keel over and die. Like he looks like an athlete and he looks handsome as heck. That's amazing, Jordy. Uh, if some of our listeners, you know, if they aren't already just itching to buy pro athletics, if we had a discount code for them, what would it be? Well, here's the thing. You can go on to Pro Athletics website and at the end of your checkout, if you throw in the promo code CreaseDive, and that's all lowercase, just like Jake's tweets from the CreaseDive Twitter account. Correct. If you put in the promo code CreaseDive, you get 10% off. And in today's economy, that's like you, you can spend all the money that you're saving on Pro Athletics incredibly, impeccably, comfortable material on their shirt all the money that you're saving with that 10 percent off you can put towards bitcoin dogecoin whatever you want now you can get rich and look comfortable and have the best shirt in the gym that sounds like a fantastic deal jordy i'm sold so head on over to pro athletics put in promo code crease dive for 10 percent off and uh do us a favor and, and send us a picture of you wearing pro athletics gear because you're going to look good and we can retweet it and then everyone can see how good you look. That's right. And, you know, we're, we're going to get your interactions up, you know, and within the community too. Max Twitter is all about interacting. You guys know that. Yeah. And we are now going to end up interacting with a couple of legends at Syracuse University. As Jake alluded to earlier in the episode, we are going to kick this over to our interview with goalie Drake Porter and face-off specialist Jake Fopp. All right, and joining us now, we've got friend of the program, recurring guest and friend. We've got uh, Drake Porter, goaltender out of Syracuse University. And joining him, we've got face-off. I, I guess we're calling these people face-off specialists these days. Uh, we've got Jake Fopp on the line. Actually, you know what, Drake, sit this one out real quick. Jake, what a... Is, is that now the terminology? Like, is it, is it non-PC these days to call people Fogos? I mean, at this point, like, we're, like, face-off guys are, like, I, I, they're a joke. Like, we're literally, like, <laughs> it's a ground ball. Like, they change our position every two, like, two years. And it's like, you know what? Like, let's just get, give you guys, like, hockey sticks and just, like, hit around the ball. It's just, like, you call us whatever you guys want to call us. We're just a joke. There's a there's a lot of bitterness behind that. I, I can I can if, yeah, I can I'm a hear. Yeah, I'm bummed out. I don't want to I don't want to bend over for two and a half hours. My back. I feel like I'm eighty. Ooh. So what is what has been the? Okay, they've taken a they've taken a lot from you, like a lot. What is the worst thing that they took from you? Being on a knee. Hmm. Yeah. Just, is that out, just out of pure laziness, or like is that a, is that like a uh, an advantage i don't face off i don't know i mean like uh, you could say knee or being underhand grip you okay could, i don't know if you could like that like those are probably the two i don't know probably p- pure laziness could be that like staying on your feet for two and a half hours and, and your back is just it just sucks yeah, yeah but you you could just you could just take like a killer penalty like right after a face off and then that way you get a nice little break 
in the box afterwards and like you can take out some of that frustration like being like, be, and that also gets you a lot of really good screen to like if you guys are on acc network like you crush some dude and then they give that close-up shot of you on the knee with the helmet uh you know coming up so you get like actual facetime on tv immediate um, fame yeah so and and then like maybe too like you can like on your shooter shirt like right like like free face off guy and like kind of flash that up and we can start a whole movement for it see i feel like like that's just setting me up to get made fun of <laughs> okay well yeah obviously that's, that's what we're trying to do here <laughs> like we're yeah well, I'm, <laughs> and I think i'm just shutting that down because i know what's coming for me uh well all right well We'll, we'll we'll get more into face-offs a little bit later. Drake, we'll give you a chance to talk here because we've got two of the weirdest positions in the sport at, with with you guys right here. So uh, welcome back. This is is this your second or third time on the show now? My, my, this is, uh, yeah, this is my second time. Second time on. Um, I guess we're doing a specialist episode today. So, oh yeah, yeah. Excited. That to be- works. Yeah. Uh, well, so last time we had you on, it was like right before the 2020 season ended up getting canceled. So really hoping that you're not bad luck this time around. Um, would you like to apologize for the last time? Cause it seems like you might've got that whole thing started. Yeah, um, so looking back, I would like to apologize for bringing that karma uh, to the U S and Canada, my home country. So my, my apologies. A couple of people, you know, we, we did our thing. Right. We like we we could sit here and banter all day long, but we decided to ask the people, what do the people want to know from both of you? Okay. And I think we can go ahead and start off pretty quickly. You know, why Syracuse? You know, is it, why why why'd you pick Syracuse? Or maybe Syracuse chose you. Was it was it serendipitous in that in that in that regard? But both of you can answer. That's that's a good one to start off. Why Syracuse and and why kind of the same boat? Yeah, and why male models? Neither of us were being recruited by anyone. I think I had, like, three other offers, none for, like, any significant, like, sort of money or anything, Um, all sort of smaller schools. I had some, like, pretty low school. I had one coach tell me that he lost my email where I was, like, replying to a visit. He said he lost junk mail. Um, Tight. Yeah, so that was – that happened. So Syracuse was really my own and then what happened to you? yeah so like I, mine's kind of funny um so like i like it was just straight up monmouth like we were all in on monmouth like um and i went to go verbally commit um and he was like yeah we'd love to get you up here went to go verbally commit and like just didn't pick up the phone like didn't pick up the phone left a voicemail like the like one like who leaves a voicemail to verbally commit like really weird like thing to do part. um never got back to me um, and then like Syracuse just like literally popped out of nowhere. Like my mom literally thought it was a joke when I told her like we were going to visit. She was like, no, like you're not that good to go. I was like, oh, like, no. damn mom. I, what I, the fuck? I mean, she's like, she's <laughs> just, but like, that's where we were. Like, it was like, she's the go. She's a great woman. But she was just like, yeah, like, I don't really see you ever playing there. I actually have a follow-up question there. Um, what is more awkward, leaving a voicemail or setting up your voicemail, like your inbox, like, hey, this is Jake Fop. I can't get to my phone right now. Leave a message by or leaving the voicemail. Probably setting your one, setting up. Like there's some brutal, like like Brennan Curry's um, voicemails from like maybe sixth grade. And like, do you oh think no. we could give him a call right now? Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, you want to? Yeah, hopefully you have- <laughs> Just tell him not to pick up because you probably- don't pick up. It's a so bit. Just- don't pick up. So I text him not to pick up. Yeah, probably. We don't want to be. <laughs> hey, what's up? Oh, <laughs> nothing. 
Shut up. That, that, hang up the that's phone. That's actually a, a real, like, I wonder how many kids end up not going to the school, like, that they originally planned we on going because, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah oh, yeah, keep, keep calling. I'm just going to fill All this right. dead air right here. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't, I don't really feel like going back in here and editing and taking this dead air out. So you keep calling and I'm going to keep oh, this talking. Is good. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure um, that happens. Yeah, like. Oh. It's coming soon. It's got to be. <laughs> It's got to be cool. Holy crap. Maybe you got rid of it. Hold up. No. Hi, this is Benning Curry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, no That's a grown man. That's a grown oh. man. He's got to fix that. He's like, wait. Oh. <laughs> the- Brutal. Does 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 he know it and he's keeping it like that like purposefully or does he just like not know how to go back in and change it? I I don't know. I don't think I've ever <laughs> but I think it's like to the point where people are like, dude, dude, like you gave me the wrong phone number. Like what like you're the you're a douche. Does he like also have pictures like on his Instagram from when he was in like sixth grade and stuff? Like is uh, he still rocking with those? I don't think so. Oh my God. No. Okay. Well that you gotta be- age up somewhere, you know. That's fair. That might have been my favorite moment in the history of this podcast so far. That that was so much better than I was hoping for it to be. That's it's so brutal. It's awful. Um, well, all right. Well, so moral of the story there is that uh, coaches should really keep that thing on. Like, get, get your iPhone, have it attached to your hip. Maybe coaches need to start having, like, the actual phone clips again. That way that they're more readily uh, equipped to taking calls from uh, potential recruits because Monmouth missed out on, on quite the face-off specialist on that <laughs> one. And uh, here, here comes Coach Desco, like he does all the time, cleaning up the scraps. Um, and then, Drake, you just kind of snuck around the border and, and just landed in yeah, Syracuse. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty late too. Were you late? I was like, but I, I was of the era, like most of my club team committed in ninth grade and I was just chilling and I committed right before my senior year. So it was like, really late. I was sophomore I was, year. You were soft. Yeah. yeah you, you guys were right in like the middle of the wild west of, of commitments in the world of lacrosse. So I guess now it, it, what it's, it's been like two years or so now where they can't talk to you until your junior year again. But yeah, that was yeah. uh that, that, that was a, a wild time when kids like Brendan O'Neill were committing in seventh grade. Yeah. Was, like, like Lane Kiffin, uh, when he was at USC, like got the, the verbal from like the seventh grader, the greatest of all time. I mean, looking back, I, like, why not? Like if they're like, like Brendan O'Neill was good. I remember he committed. Everyone was like, Oh, this is so ridiculous. I'm like, if he's that good, like if I'm a coach, I'll take him. Like, I don't know. Okay. Well, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's Brendan O'Neill though. Like that's yeah, like, a, that's a what. That's a, that's a, there's, there's very few Brennan O'Neills that you've seen in the past, however many years, at least how many have, yeah, you can count on one or two years. Lacrosse players were too, like, too committed to it. Like football players, like they, they'll come in and they switch all the time. That's true. Okay. The signing day, but they had to change it in lacrosse because we're too honest. That would be kind of sick. Uh, I don't think people would really care like that much, but like if commitments were just like, yeah, you just not commitment. see like lacrosse players flip on signing day. Yeah. Oh, they, oh, they got the hats out. Yes. Yeah, you know, you get the hats out and everything, and then like you know, oh, that'd be in your be local wild. high school. That's the direction I thought <laughs> yeah, exactly. we were heading. I didn't mind early recruiting because that's where I thought like I was like, oh, in five years, like it'll all mean nothing because like everyone's just switching anyways. But the then, lacrosse, lacrosse, lacrosse players will be in their high school's gym 
w- with like a picnic table and then it would be uh bucket hats of all the teams with like <laughs> your 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 mom like your parents and like five other kids like oh yeah. nope he picks unc like <laughs> No one, cares. no one cares. All like dope throwback snaps. Yeah. <laughs> with, like, mm-hmm. with like the rope. Yep. All right. Well, speaking Aaron. of lacrosse, <laughs> speaking of lacrosse players being extremely loyal to their schools. Uh, so last year season ends uh, right at, you guys get a, a nice big time win over Hopkins to close out your season. And then it looks like you guys are bringing back, you're running the whole damn thing back. It looks like pretty much everyone from last year uh, coming back this year. Was that, Something that like, mo- like, cause you guys were on a roll. You were, you know, number one team in the nation looking like some certified shit kickers. Um, like, did that make, th- you think that made the decision a whole lot easier for everyone to come back? Like just knowing what you guys had as a team and what you guys could end up doing with a full season. Uh, yeah, I think for sure. Like we were undefeated. So like, obviously, you know, as a fifth year, one of the guys who came back, like that's probably a big reason we want to come back. Like you look at the schools that didn't bring a lot of fifth year back. I don't, I don't think it's like a mystery most of them were probably like two and three or like, zero oh and five when their season ended. It's a lot harder to want to like put yourself through the grind of fall ball and like practicing every day in the spring, like just to go and like lose, like in, you know, your half your conference game or whatever. So for us, it was like a super easy decision. Like, Oh yeah. Like we're really good. Why not come back? Um, so yeah, I mean like, honestly, we most like for everyone who came back, we were like right away. Like we had a group chat. We were like, yep. All right. I'm good. Like as soon as everything was allowed, like yeah, all right, let's do it. Like there was really not a lot of uh, not a lot of thinking. I mean, did they leave you guys in limbo for a little? I mean, they they made everybody sweat. I know we're talking about the the extra year eligibility and stuff. But like, is there anybody who didn't want to come back? Like, God, I fucking hate that guy. Uh, he just che- he just cheeses me in practice like every fucking day. Is that anybody me. like that? <laughs> me. <laughs> you shot on me in like two years. I've never missed in that one time. <laughs> Every time Fop has shot at me in practice, which I think is like five total, it's gone in. Um, Ooh. Do, do, you have, do you have the green light in games? I, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. I just, I'm, I'm not like a – like by the time I get out the front and I'm like – I'm caught by like – I'm never making it to the, the box. I'm slow as all hell. Face-off specialist, not face-off athlete. But we get <laughs> – I I, th- I think I think we're you're gonna get a nice little crease dive bump off of this, and you're scoring a goal this season. I think I am. I think I'm locked in for one. Is it gonna be pretty? No. No, but it's gonna be gritty, and that's what counts. I'm hammering a twister, even if I don't know how to throw it. <laughs> hammering. So so like, but I mean, you know, you get you you make up for. Uh, I'm not the, I'm not the, the quickest guy either, but you make up in other areas are you just like a beast in the weight room are you just like thrown out with throwing around weights no no okay uh academ- academics are you a genius no uh are you a good better are you a gambler nope you got swag you mean are you got you got like a collection are, of jordans or something like i'm just trying to feel trying to throw you a bomb no, here. You are, got, you are, gotta- you, are, are you are you a good dude who's for the boys yes Okay, there you go. That's a team, teammate right And you there. were throwing out like, team it, it was going to be a long time to like, <laughs> me. I'm, I'm trying to. I think I'm like, you're just your average guy. Yeah. Like, I'm not, like, you're not walking by me being like, whoa, like, that guy. Now, here's the thing, like, 
so being a guy like that's that average and not known for for scoring goals i think like as long as we don't have many other goalies that are listening to this podcast right now like i don't know like maybe like if, if i'm coach danowski I'm, I'm like telling all my guys like, Hey, like listen to the crease dive so that you can get a good scouting report on these guys. Yeah, so, all nine so, of his goalies. So, so, so if Danowski's not telling his boys that then like, maybe he's not as good of a coach as people say he is. But uh-huh. um, as long as people like no one would expect a twister coming from you. So I think like that would be probably your best bet. Like you don't want to go run down and like, try to shoot like a bounce shot from, you know, 13 because goalies are going to be expecting that, but to that. see it, but to see a, a twister coming from FOP, they're going to be like, did not see that coming whatsoever. <laughs> Sally. It's going to be great. I can't wait for it. We just called our shot right there. Um, and then Drake, you'll just have to run all the way down the field and celebrate with them. Cause this one, I feel like you're equally involved here. Or yeah, wouldn't do 100%. that. What do you mean? I wouldn't do that. You would get excited for you. Yeah. You'd be pumped I'd, up, but you wouldn't run. run. Well, you'd go back to the face off. I'm not running the full field. I don't need that much cardio. Maybe. I don't even know if I'd want you to do that. Honestly, there's no way I'm running at the half. No. Yeah, there's a zero shot. I'd get excited though. I'd be, like, I'd be jacked up. What up, Jay? You, you could do the uh, the Evan Malloy, John Wall flex. No, I'll never be doing that. I don't, don't think. Do <laughs> Are you guys? Oh, wait a minute. Are you guys saying that that wasn't cool? I mean, I thought it cool. Do I think Porter doing it? Well, like, it, I'd just be copying him. Like, I thought it was pretty cool, but, like, I can't just do the same thing. as like, Yeah, he's a, you're a unique guy, right? No, you're we'll still... change it up. I'll score. I'll do the John Wall. Fine. <laughs> I, again, and I, nobody's going to die. And nobody's going to notice. Not, <laughs> no, a single, just... not a single person. Nope. Under the radar. Perfect. I mean, you could probably – are you the type – I mean, the way you make it sound, you could, like, walk into the equipment room and just take, like, pretty much everything, just clean it out, and people would be like, all right, I guess it's time to restock. Whatever, you know. So you could do whatever you want. Can you get away with every whatever you want? Like, can you just like sit down and practice? Like, what what's the what's the deal? Oh, that, yes, yes, you can. They, the photos <laughs> actually like are they're chameleons. They just like wander around the outskirts of practice, like just like mess. Like he'll just come up to me, like I'll be subbing out of a drill, like tired, just got hit with like four balls, and he'll be like asking me the dumbest question, like poking me with a stick. And I'm like, have you done anything in like 40 minutes? Yeah. As, as, as a high school coach, I can confirm like anytime I see a, a face-off Davis. guy, I say, Hey, go to the sideline, like go do like your up and overs or whatever you guys do. Um, but, but Jerry, Jerry, shout out Jerry and, and the boys, they do a good job with their face-off Academy. And like, that's perfect because then that takes like coaches never have to deal with face-off guys anymore. Now that guys like Jerry and Greg and all those guys are doing face-off work like on their own so it's like yeah. all right like see you later freaks like go to the sideline and then go practice with jerry later they do a really good job yeah you can literally just like pull up your phone on the sidelines and have like a whole technique session for 45 minutes yeah we don't do, we don't do anything i could leave get up and like leave practice and people would be like not, like no keep people would keep going on with their day yeah sometimes fop fops like right by my locker and he'll walk in and be like oh it's such a damn, tough day at practice and i'll be like, dude i <laughs> Literally had no. I, I have even never. You. That like, I, I you mean, come in, you're like, oh, oh, I played so bad today, and I'll just. Well, I can. Okay, like, it's like, different. Well, I'm like, dude, like, what? Like, I didn't even see you do it. Like, I, I would have yeah, had no the, idea unless you said something. I would have had no idea you had a bad day. That's the one thing of faceoffs. Like, people actually don't care. <laughs> like, I would come off and say, like, I would go, like, let's just say, I go, like, take five faceoffs, lose them all. Every single time I'd come off the field, I guarantee I'd get a, hey, great win. 
Like people just do not know or care whether you win or lose a face off. They're like, Oh good God, man. I was like, dude, I just freaking lost. <laughs> Let's be honest though. It's because, and it sucks. Both of you guys are disposable. Yep. The, the goalies and the face-offs are just, <laughs> wow. face-off guys are disposable. The, you are though. You can get ripped in one fucking second. If they, you're off the field in a fucking second, they'll give an attackman a little bit longer. They'll let it, you know, oh, he's got to get it. Depends where you it, are though. It depends. What it's, it's, it's true. True. It does depend where you guys, are. Guys, I, I promise we, we didn't talk grace. about this one in the pre-interview meeting. No, no, no. It's true though. I know you're going, going rogue. rogue. <laughs> I'm going, I'm At going first rogue. I was like, dude, come on. But like, I, 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 get, I, get no, I know you're saying like, yeah, like if, if, yeah. I, if you start the game and you go over five on saves, you over five on faceoffs, you're probably getting, you're yanked. You're yanked, right? And you know, you know, you can get yanked in a in a in a game in a, as a goalie if you're you know if you're just not seeing the ball, right? It's next guy up. You know, some of these midfielders, attackmen, defensemen, they get a little bit like a little bit more leeway, right? So but you guys don't get as much. Yeah, well, yeah, over uh, ten. I call out. <laughs> okay, well, like one of the guys on our Is team was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, like, I, mean, what I, mean, I mean, like it's a great story. He's like one of our best friends. All right, so. Okay. He was like over ten shooting, and then scored the. Oh my! And the like, all the headlines were like, "Oh, like Dylan C doesn't quit," and like, which true, like, well, right, very like way to keep shooting. But I, in the vein of what you're saying, yes, Pop and that. I don't have the choice. Like, I don't get to go over ten and let in ten goals, zero saves, and then make the eleven save. Like, I'm probably out. I'd probably get cut. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, yeah, you go over So there's just a difference of position. You just he'd, be, he'd, he'd be calling yeah. up Monmouth. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, That's you right. Still wouldn't pick up. They, and they, yeah, I believe in voicemail. Yeah, so it was, a, it, it, was a, it was a rough take, but there is some truth there. Now I see what you're saying, yes. Now you see what I'm saying. Okay, I just I, – I, I'm very direct and to the point, and it, it's – it, it, it throws people off, I, I guess. Throws Jordy off because, you well, know, he's well, just so laid back. Well, a little, little good a great guy. shooter, by the way. Scores on me all the time. Just yeah. so people, since he doesn't think I'm making Yeah, Chase Scanlon says he just destroys you in practice. How do you feel about that? Um, I don't think that's true. He hits me more than anything. He just, oh. like, he'll just look at me and then just shoot right at my thigh from, like, no angle. Like, more, <laughs> I think more than anything else. He either hits me or he scores. I rarely get it with my stick. What do you think? Dude, I don't know. Like, yeah, I just, yeah like, he's not do- – he doesn't know. He's not even there mentally. <laughs> head empty. No thoughts. I mean, if it goes in, I'm like, let's go. If it's not, I'm like, ah. <laughs> That's tough. Save, Porter. <laughs> uh, well, little little good cop, bad cop here. So uh, you guys are, are both two of the better players in the nation at your respective specialty. Uh, Drake, you're a, a preseason All-American. Um, I do want to know, though, do you feel bad as a Canadian taking uh, that spot from an American? Like, being called an all-american and taking that uh, spot from an american goaltender um and like i know <laughs> but in high school i when i didn't get in the under armor all-american game by the way i wasn't ranked like there was no way i was getting in i told like my friends i was like oh well it's probably because i'm canadian like they don't take canadians in the game Meanwhile, Jeff Teed and Ethan Walker were like in the All American game. Oh, that's tough. Turns out, turns out, turns out, Ty Zanders yeah. hates hates Canadians. Yeah, that that I mean, that's factual. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> that's not true, is it? I mean, I, I don't know the guy. I don't even like. I don't. I haven't seen his rankings in a while. But here's the like. But you 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 like. Is this like something that you've been working like have have you had like a goal in your mind like to be like hey like i i know that i can be like 
the best goaltender in the nation or is it just something that like kind of came about like I, I don't really know. Like, have you ever had that goal of it happening? It's got to be every specialty's goal. Like, I as mean, a, yeah, as a face-off, like, position goalie face-off guys, like that. It's only you on the field. I feel like that's got to be. So, I mean, not everybody, but yeah, I mean, like, and it's also like obviously like the scripted answer and like the primary. Like, we're worried about winning the game, but we also are aware that us winning the game is gets a lot easier when our stats are really good. So, yeah. like, you want to be the best of your position so you can win games. So, I guess, yeah, yes, definitely. But am I sitting there, like, every night, like, scouring the save percentage, like, rankings throughout the season? Probably not. Just like I don't think you are with face-off stats. I hope you are. No, I mean, I just try to win as much as I could, yeah. as I can. Do you, not, do you not see guys like uh, guys like Tucci or, or Arceri at, at Penn State? Is Arceri still at Penn State? Yeah. Yeah, do you not see guys like that, you know, go, you know, what was Tucci like? 24 for 27 and you're not like yeah you're not like a little like like is it like a kick in the ass or is it like uh fuck you know fuck they're it's fine it's not it's not a bit it's not a big deal i mean i'm like oh like he looks fine he looks really big <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god I gotta, like like i like i'd rather go against somebody who's like 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 acc i'd rather go against like every acc face i've got and play them over and over again than someone that's like like it's like it's like a hobart that they sneak up into you and they like kick your ass or something like that okay so you, no no I, t- I totally get that you'd rather you'd rather go against constant good competition than just get absolutely smoked by a ringer no nah, i'm gonna get my ass kicked by hobart now probably <laughs> yeah probably we're gonna we're, <laughs> yeah it's it's coming it's coming it's gonna come back though I think more of like I think it's more just like I like seeing because I'm like like it, it's kind of a kick kick in the ass because I'm like oh sh-, like that's possible like last year some kid had like 23 saves I can't, I think it was Caton Johnson of UNC two years ago I had like 23 saves against Duke and like I felt like a hot shot because I made like 12 against them like three weeks before and I was like oh like it's like it's humanly possible to have 23 saves like okay uh, the high point the high point goalie had like 18 or 19. Yeah, I think, he, I think he had 18 yesterday. So, I mean, it's just like when you see that, you're like, okay, it's possible. It's not like it's some crazy task, like, to, like, have a lot of saves. Like, it's easily, like, it can be done, and, like, therefore I should be able to do it. Just, like, I'm sure seeing someone go, like, 90%, you're probably like, all right, well. Why can't I? Yeah, why can't I? Yeah, and, and obviously, like, you guys are working hard at your craft to get to the level that you're at, but do you ever feel – like you could unlock and achieve a little bit more greatness if you were to do away with the sleeveless jerseys that you guys have been wearing for the past few years at Syracuse. Yes, one hundred percent. I'm not offering any comment. Ah, oh, for ah, oh, for comments. <laughs> do, Come do on. They, do they get in? Like I just I, Nike. I've worn a Nike jersey. We made we had them like the like the just a regular jersey. You know the ones that that go down you know, not sleeveless and they just fell apart. They're very thin material. Is that the kind of material that, that, that you're working with, with these jerseys or are they thicker? Ours are, ours are like pretty thick. Yeah. yeah they're, okay. like, they're nice. Okay. Because I, it, so that, that's almost even worse because it's like you're wearing a sweater or a vest. Yeah, but, but, but if you're in, literally, if you're in Syracuse in February, like even though you're indoors, they I, play in the fucking dome. I'd, I'd I'd still probably want to be a little warm. Although I spent Sorry, most of my I, I I spent most of my D three career on the sideline, so I would definitely want to have a little bit of a thicker jersey. Just to stay they didn't even have those big jackets for you back then, did they? 
Well, I played D3, so we couldn't afford them. But Oh, that's right. <laughs> 80, 85 guys on the roster. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, sleeveless shirt. Like, I'm, I'm really hoping that like, this seems to be the year that there's more of a visceral hatred towards them than ever. And I, I, I think, I think that uh, our buddy Diggs has, has been spearheading that campaign. Like, so I, I hope that this is finally like the, the tipping point year to where we no longer see anything like this again. Um, well, we're, we're going to have no sleeves this year. Yeah. That I know. We know, we know it. Wearing sleeves this year. Yeah. Next year though. Listen, I listen, the, the throwback colors on a porthole mesh Jersey would be absolutely disgusting. That would be, that would be fantastic. Did you see a sophomore year? Like, like a couple of years? Yes. Ago, yeah. We were, the belly, they're, they're sick. I don't like the belly ones. I mean, again, you can't go wrong with the mesh ones, but the no. ones we for now were absurd. Those were really yeah, nice. yeah, and all the yeah, and the helmets too. Drippy, like '90s logo. Yeah, that was in, that was insane. And of course, they only do it for you guys like once in a blue moon, right? Like a like solar eclipse, you know. Yep. The funniest thing for me with the sleeveless is I have like we have to wear the undershirt. Yep. Wear a long sleeve, and I don't wear arm guards, so I wear a. I have, I have like uh, the jersey, then a t-shirt, then a long sleeve under the t-shirt for like no, pretty much no reason. So I, I can't just wear a long sleeve. I have to double layer it Dude, like you could from Nike. Order. You could, I could probably. You could like, just not, I look like a, like a middle school kid like showing up like short sleeve over long sleeve like, like thinking I look cool. Like it's yeah, awkward. take – I don't it's know why. Like weird you, look. You take it off. You I just – I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean – The shirt like I feel like I'm supposed to wear it. I d- you're a goldie. You get to do pretty much again, like you want. get to do it whatever you want. You could rock. You could rock a fucking shooter sleeve if you wanted to, right? That would- a big revelation right now. Like I could just not wear that t-shirt, but I've been doing it for so long. Like I just became a part of because we used to have the numbers on it. Okay, fair. I'll but, give them that the numbers. Yeah. I guess I just got used to it. Maybe I will do that this year. Whoever throws off your game, that's the thing. I I bet that we could probably get Mikey Powell to kind of like knit some some jerseys for the boys Maybe. and then he then he could like whittle you guys some wooden sticks and send you and some then, candles and then he could uh he he could play guitar for the pre-game warm-up mix we wouldn't lose know. yeah that'd be unreal dan varello has one of his candles you know that in his no. apartment yeah or the other face-off guy danny has uh has one of the mikey powell candles apparently they're fantastic that's mm-hmm. I, i've heard i've heard that they're fantastic so are both of you guys superstitious yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I am like kinda. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not something you can waver on. It's like a yes or no. It's it's a. So what? Let, let's talk to me. What are what are, what are we talking here? Like this is like Jordy. Jordy does this bullshit where he says a, a stick only has a certain amount of goals in it, which I I really want to stuff him in a locker every time he says it, but it could be true. What I say about mine. What? Yes. So zero? No. Yeah, <laughs> we're working on it. You're working on it. There's an infinite amount, right? There's an infinite amount. It's who knows what it could be. Yeah, who it, knows? It's a slow leak. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's a slow leak. Drake, what about you? Is it? Oh, I mean, we know now. It's the short sleeve shirt. Debacle. I don't really have a. Well, yeah, I get. I guess I'm more just like I'm like awkward about like gear. Like when I find something that feels right, it's not like I don't have any pregame superstitions, but like uh, when, if it's, besides shotgunning a can of Mountain Dew. Yeah, yeah. Besides Mountain Dew. I've been on the bang energy grind lately, pre-game, so I don't know oh, what it's going to do for my heart. But 
I can't. I have to wear the same gloves throughout the whole year. Yes, I'm the same way. Okay. Like when I find like gear, like my head, if it starts flexing too much, I have to get a new one because it gets in my head like, oh, I'm going to make a save, but it's going to warp my head back and go in. So like I'll go through five heads a season and like we just got new sick gloves that I like, but I don't think I'm going to wear them in a game just because I like the feel of like the older STX ones. So like, I don't know. That's just sort of like there's stuff that like it seems so small, but you change it, and then it just changes how you feel, like, when you're doing it. So, like, you don't want to change your body. Ah, you know it's actually, like, a weird one? It's just so actually weird that I've never really thought. <laughs> I can't I can't go out to the face-off X with a dry mouth. I, I can't do it. I swear to God. Like, you will see me guzzling water throughout the game. If I go out with a dry mouth, done. You'll, I'm over 10, at least. Well, so, so how long does it take? Like, how long do you need to relather? Uh, um, so, right before we go out, off the field, immediate grab water. What do you, so, like, so is it you just have to take a sip of water before you go out? Or, like, have you ever tested, like, how dry, like, you, like if you were working at, like, 80% moisture, could you go out there and, and win one forward? Oh, we're working, yeah, 80%, we're ready to go. We're fine. Okay, all right. Well, it's one, like, you have to start licking your lips, it's over. Nope. <laughs> The man is just constantly hydrated. I bet the trainer is like, damn, this guy is so fucking hydrated. He's just peeing all the time. TB12 would love him. Tom Brady would be a huge fan. He would. I don't think he would. I don't really think he'd be like too shocked or like loud of me. Oh, we, uh, we, we already talked about you guys being, you know, one of the best face-off specialists, one of the best goaltenders in the nation. Um, but one of the uh, questions that we got on Twitter, uh, someone wants to know, this is for Drake, uh, who was the hardest shooter you've ever gone against from Port Elgin, Ontario, uh, that went to Vermont at an edge summer camp? Um, let me think. I, th- I think Ian McKay. Is that, is that what he was looking for? Yeah. All right. Weird brag by Ian McKay. Um, so fun fact. Are you friends with this guy? I, I mean, friends enough. I hope like, I don't know. Or he'll listen to this and just like, be like, Oh, what a loser. But he, uh, he did like a fastest shot like thing for the kids at this camp. Mm-hmm. And then he like stepped in and shot one ten, and all the kids went nuts. And I look, all the other coaches were just like, all right, dude, like, congrats. Uh-huh. Like, Oh, look at me. Ian McKay. Hard out, yeah. Yellow hard shooter. Oh, oh, oh that's that. that. Oh, that. So this was recently. This was junior year summer. We were both coaching at this camp. And then at the end, I, they asked me to get dressed and all the coaches shot on me. And he does. Oh. I, I, I figured that he was asking this question, like, like you guys went to like a summer camp together and like, what would he go? Grade six. No. Yeah. My grade 10. <laughs> kind of a weird, like, question if that was like very recent. It was, it was like two summers ago, yeah. I think he would, he's, just, he's just tooting oh. his own horn. Well, then, just, yeah. Then, okay. Well, when I saw the question, I thought it was a, a grade six question. Yeah, obviously, he probably should have had the hardest shot two summers ago. Come on. <laughs> I, hope, I hope so. By, by far, actually. Uh, um, are you ever going to be able to go home, or, or what's, the, uh, what, what's the border situation like on that? Do you get I, to can, talk to- I can go. So I went home over Christmas break and I had to do a two week mandatory quarantine and I to, to get into Canada or to come back. To, like once I was there and then coming back, I like in New York state, you can get tested and then it's only two days, but like going home, we, my buddy, it didn't happen to me, but my buddy like was staying at his cottage when he went home for his quarantine and the cops showed up uh, to make sure that he like was there. Like they, they show up on horses. 
I'm out, bud. See it happening. They take it. They were like, they were not messing around. They were like, uh, like he was out. Like it was just him and his buddy. They were both quarantined. He was out fishing. Like one of them was, and he was like, oh, where, where, where's Tyler? And then they were like, what, like, uh, like he's right over there. What's going on? So you're supposed to be quarantined. You're not supposed to leave the house. It's like, well, it's like our property. And but like, yeah, there, it's for real up there. Um, but then coming back was right. I stayed here for the summer though, because I had, uh, I was in the queues in the college house uh, all summer alone. And with my girlfriend, um, occasionally. Brutal. That's gotta be. I had a good time. No. Fucking sick brag. Yeah, I have girlfriend. a girlfriend. No big deal. Flexer Azowitz, former Syracuse lacrosse player. I need a freaking girlfriend, dude. Holy <laughs> crap. Former captain, too. Hard worker. Wait a minute. Uh, speaking, of, uh, speaking, of, speaking of Syracuse women, um, who is the... Uh, so, someone was just on Justin Bieber's Instagram live. Benzie Harris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's Wild. probably that like huge for the program. Huge, I think. I don't really know. If that has, I don't know. I mean, Justin Bieber. I mean, he's, he's, cool. he's, he's, like, he's, he's relatively popular. I think like a few people I know mean, of him. Yeah, I've heard of him. Her followers like skyrocketed. She's got ten k. Yeah, he, she had like a normal man. And then he put her up on like the story, like his Instagram story, and it blew up. And then they did a live together too. And yeah, she. And, He's killing it. I'm, jealous. I'm super yeah. jealous. And, awesome. and, and look at you, losers. Now you're just on this podcast. You're going to get like, quarters. Maybe like two, two more <laughs> followers. Jake, I, you're not even on Twitter, so who knows no. what will happen. <laughs> no. I'm in Porter, it's a, Porter's room's disgusting. I'm not even going to beat around the bush. It's been bad. Oh, uh, speaking of things that are on video right now that people listening to this podcast can't see, um, Drake, you are currently sporting a mullet. Looks fantastic. Uh, maybe we'll... As I'm talking here, I'll take a screenshot. Maybe that way we can uh, at least blast it out on Twitter. So, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't three, even look good. Three, two. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, my good, God. Good, good side angle there. Um, but is, is this something that uh, specifically for the season, is it something that you're going to try to figure out a way to, um, you know, really highlight on uh, on a televised broadcast? Or, you know, what, what, what's the thought going into this one? I went into it looking for, like, a, a quasi-mullet. And I asked the guy if he knew of, like, Gretzky's mullet. And I pulled up a picture, and I showed a picture of Wayne Gretzky where it was pretty normal hair, I thought, like, pretty long in the sides. And then the uh, the barber just went, like, immediately pulled out a razor and just started, like, shaving the side of my head. Kind so of what he wants. Way yep. more impressive. Yeah. Like, I, I guess the guy was just like, yeah, you I know what you're favor. talking about. Like, I'm seeing the picture, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this look way cooler. So then he just did his own thing. Um from there, I mean, like, I have no choice because, like, if I want to adjust it, then I don't have like hair at the back, which is like, I like it coming out of the back of the helmet. So I, I'm just riding with it, I guess, for the rest of the season. Um, sort of an accident, but I like, I like the look. I don't mind the look. I'll ride with it. It's a real trailer park look. It's kind of Nova Scotia if you're really thinking about it. <laughs> I was thinking Joe Dirt. Yeah, definitely, that. definitely Joe Dirt, little Mississippi queen. Uh, oh, I'm, very I'm much thinking, so. I'm thinking that STA, like, because I have a good feeling about the the team you guys have this year so I, I don't really have much of a doubt that you'll be in the tournament come may and i think that that gives stx plenty of time to come out with a uh with a see-through helmet and i think that that could really really show off the mullet that you're working with in there i, I know that uh i remember cascade back in like the early 2000s they i don't know if they had a clear shell but they definitely had the clear uh chin piece 
I don't, I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember that one fully. I don't, I don't know if that made its way up into Canada. I think that's no idea. Time. Yeah. They had a prototype helmet that they used that to show cool. the padding. Yeah. And I saw a kid wear it to a summer tournament. Thought that was the sickest thing. He was pie shit. Yeah. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's right, probably well, six. SDX, I know, I know you reps are listening to the show right now. Um, when it comes time for the tournament, let's, uh, let's, let's get that see-through helmet going. Um, speaking of the season, so starting up this, uh, this Sunday, you guys have Army and what will be the first of like your 50 home games this year, and you guys are away like twice. Like, how, how much did Desco pay the NCAA to get that? Like, it, are you guys just like – it's it's real show offy with your new uh, with your new building just being able to play nine home games and only go on the road three times, um, but pretty good setup for you guys. Sick. I mean, like I think teams want, want to yeah. teams want to come play in the dome. Like that's what like the coaches set it up. I think. I like, mean, with each other, other than the conference games are already decided. So like teams want to come play in the dome because like they want to see it. Like and like most like they want to like show their kids the dome. I don't know if that's an arrogant thing to say, but like, I mean, I people, like, people want to play in the dome. It's a trap. Could be a trap game. I mean, you're coming in the new dome, no fans. Mm-hmm. People are like, "Oh, it's like, like I don't know. I might be jibber jabbing. It might not make any <laughs> sense, but that did make no sense." I don't you, know. you think they're cut? They're choosing to come to the dome to like catch us sleeping at home? Yes, like Maris said, the army. I think they played at Maris. <laughs> that one's sorry we, we don't we don't do research either so no we <laughs> just there. everything's literally from the hip i get names wrong all the time like i i fuck i fuck a lot of things up it's fine yeah well, i just did it right there heavily well it's okay we'll edit it out no we won't <laughs> uh but yeah so i mean pretty pretty heavy schedule oh, for you guys obviously in, in the acc um do you do you feel like you know i, I feel like a lot of these teams in the acc like maybe do kind of reloaded tried to go like avenger style bringing in brendan o'neill michael sowers like do you feel like uh like the target is definitely on you guys and some of these teams have been loading up to to knock off the what was the number one team in the country ending last season really i don't i don't know if it was about us. i think it's more just like i mean obviously like the acc schools are such an advantage for like yeah. loading up just because like if, if you're like an Ivy kid and you can't take your fifth year at your school, you're going to be like, all right, I want to go play for a team that's like got plays in the best conference and has like yeah. a chance to win. Honestly, for us, it's just cool. Like we're playing with like, this might be the most talented year in the history of college across. Like, yeah. and we get to be a part of it. Like that's so, that's pretty it's cool dope. for us. So like we're, that's more what we're excited about than anything as much as that's kind of a lame answer. I mean, like, it is sick. Like it's, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Sowers and O'Neill down at Duke have been looking pretty lethal. Chris Gray has been doing this thing where he just gets like seven points automatically each game. Uh, Doc's Aiken realizing that he wasn't going to play lacrosse for real. So like, this is a, this is definitely a great year to be a fan of lacrosse. Um, to be a goalie, I'm, I'm uh, my, my thoughts and prayers grow out to you. Like I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that you're uh well up to the task, but I definitely wouldn't want to be staring those down. I don't think anyone would want to be doing that. Um, no. But yeah, definitely going to be an unreal year for lacrosse, especially in the ACC. Yeah, it's exciting. I think all the teams look good. We'll see Notre Dame in a couple of weeks. They'll play in, you know, April. They'll start up their season. And Wait, what? Yeah, they look, no, they don't. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm so out of like the whole lacrosse community and shit. <laughs> A wax joke, dude. I don't. You know, like, you know, I don't know a lot about lacrosse. 
face uh, yeah, your face off guy. Yeah. Well, actually, Jake, Jake, I I have one last question for you, Jake Fop, not Shido. Um, yeah. all, all all these people out here in in the lacrosse community, especially on Lax Twitter, which I know you're not uh in, involved in much. It's but, a good thing. Don't get yeah, on it. Lo- a lot, on, of folk, a lot of folks out there have been, um, you know, really just going after and the face-off position and trying to get face-offs out of the game. Is there one specific position that you would like to get out of the game? Because everyone's always calling for the face-offs to leave. So if, if you could kind of fire back, like what is one position that you would like to see out? Dude, <sighs> how could you take out? I mean, I could say goalie, but like, what do you like? I'm, yeah, I'm, I was saying we just it, hectors it, all over the field. I'm 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 going I'm going long stick middies. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. I was thinking about that, but then like what? Get rid of long sticks. But then how you stop in those? I, I, yeah, I would like to get rid of long sticks in general, but especially LS. Like I think that that's just like a greasy move where like you can kind of like hawk someone down on a, on a ride. Um, you know, I, I I like SSDMs because they're like usually pretty gritty guys who. Uh, don't have the greatest sticks, but like you can get I fired off for that. Like, like if an LSM yeah. throws like a nasty check, I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like, get off the field. So this yeah, is what go, I want to go for yours. This is what I want to do with the game. So they keep uh, they keep changing our game like positions. So you're gonna give the attack in middies a, a a girl stick with no pocket, and you're gonna give you can give. I don't care what you do with defense. Who cares? I don't, I don't like you give Porter the goalies a, just a, a regular midi stick. Save the ball now. <laughs> what I think. That's what I would love to see happen. Because we're holding you guys back. With Face off, guys, though, nothing changes. Knee down. You can still use your stick. Perfect world. Actually, you can use your elbow, too, again. That, that anything. Were, anything, yeah. Actually, no, I was really bad. Really, really bad with, like, the old high school rules. Like, sucked. With, like, the back of the, like, like you could put the thing in the back of the ball in the back yeah, of the stick. Yeah, keep it in the back. Yeah. National. Do you do you ever get pissed off at Drake when he makes a save because you know that that means that you're not going out there to take a face off? So I do do this sometimes. <laughs> I do think the ball's going in. I get like a running start. Like when it's on the when it's on the Drake's doorstep, so like, supportive. I mean, I'm just we're, we're going honesty here. If I'm yeah. talking doorstep, couple pump fakes, I'm like might as well get a running start because it's my going. That's that could that could go both ways though. Like maybe one of your attackmen like misses the cage, and you thought it was a, a certified splash, and you were getting out there on the stripe. So I do the same thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I do, I do the same thing too though, because like sometimes, like I don't know if you hear it, but then we have to like prepare defensively for like what happens if there's a fast break. So, I'll, and I realize after I said it sometimes I'll be like, "Yo, like Brett, you got point on break here if they if they go out the front." And then I realize that I've just said that really loud and like. Yep. Yeah, no, I never heard so, that one. So, <laughs> I feel oh, bad. shit. And then right away, I'll be like, you got, you got this pop? Like, confidence in you. you just followed up with it like a BS <laughs> thing you've never said before. Yeah, Fop's getting smoked. Like, he's, you know, six for 18, and Drake's out there. All right, guys, here comes another fast break. Here comes another he's down there. This fucking guy, I can't stand him. Doesn't just, do anything I, in practice. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you Fop. Yeah. Win with how little you do in practice. What do what do you what do you want us to do? <laughs> want us to go and drop all the freaking balls? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you guys hum rock. <laughs> I don't need that. Not, and I'm not stopping anybody on defense. That's for sure. What do you want me to do, coach? Stop them? Nah, I can't. I'm not athletic enough. <laughs>
You, you send the slide immediately. I'll get now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what you're doing is you're forcing other people to communicate, which is nice. So like you have an added, you have more added value there, right? So like you're on the field, you're stuck on defense. The D, you know, they, the, you know, you're, you're making Drake communicate on defense, you know, where's, where's the slide coming from? So, or they're I mean, like, Oh, Oh shit. We're like, we could get scored on here for sure. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's, and it's actually, you know, we, we used to play a lot of five on six, you know, just, just to make sure that we were, we were prepared. So it's kind of the same thing, right? <sighs> anymore. I don't want to be, I don't want to be mean. You're a great player. Great athlete. I get it done where I need to get it done. Everybody. Listen, he said, listen, you, you he's, a, he's a lunch pail guy. Yeah. He's a lunch pail guy. Right? <laughs> I am. And there's something to be said about lunch pail guys because they're one in a million. Uh, there's, there's way too many, there's way too many fucking, uh, decent players, right? It's like, just, they're just decent, right? Like he, he, they, you know, he's two points every three games. Like, yeah, you know, but a lunch pail guy goes to the face off X, grinds it out. His back hurts at the end of the game. That's, that's lunch, a fucking what's player. His, what's, his, what's his lunch pail thing? Is this like some lax Twitter thing I'm not wearing? No, no, no. You're, 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 it's like a fullback. You're like a fullback. It's like the mailman. No, no, no. No, no, no. What? No, no, no. Like you, you bring your lunch to work every day. You get it. You get the job done. And you go home. Right? Like in the, it's like, we uh, call it a mailman. The mailman guy back home. He, he comes to work. He does what he okay. does. Okay, mailman guy? All right, yeah. He's your yeah, you're the fullback. That's not even a gritty profession. You just, like, walk around with mail. Like, lunch I don't know, man. Have you ever seen mailman's calves? Mailman? Yeah, dude. Maybe, uh, yeah, Drake, maybe where you're from, okay? But the mailmen here are fucking ripped. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> ripped by mailman Twitter after this? Oh, yeah, they're just going to mail, – Mailmen mail- in Canada are just going around on dog sleds. It's USPS, okay? It's, it's not Canadian Postal Service. <laughs> nor, fuck out. Nor rain, nor snow, nor sleet, nor the, the whatever of night stops the mailman from getting their job done. But no, mailmen have, like, massive calves. Like, that's a fact. So, yep. I don't have massive calves. Uh, well, all right. Well, then you're we're, lunch we're, We've guy. been doing our best to throw you a bone. <laughs> I swear to God. We just – we've been we've – I've been just been missing them. <laughs> Moral of the story is that if, uh, if, if your buddy Chase Scanlon had an ounce of integrity, he would give 22 to you. No comment. No comment. That's a yeah. What a political play there. That's nice. Um, Shida, do you have any more questions for these guys? I, there's one more on Twitter that I, I, I think is a decent one. Um, but if you, you got anything else for these <laughs> – it, it, no, it, I just this, said it. This, this interview has uh, it, it got off the rails pretty early, and it never got back on the rails, which is which is great. But um, I mean, there's just there's, I mean, some. Uh, I was really thrown off because, like, for the for the most part, when we ask people, like, "Hey, do you have questions for these guys?" None of them are mean, right? Like, there's no mean questions. But someone was just absolutely just mean, like to to Drake. They were like, "What's it like being the most overrated goalie?" And I was like, oh <laughs> I, was, yes. "I was, like, I looked, I looked at him, and he's like, okay, I looked at looked at his page and his you know, his Instagram page is like, okay, it says pen twenty, followed by Granamet. I was like, oh yeah, this this guy definitely played lacrosse. I can't find him on the pen roster, so he's just a fucking guy, right? So like." He's just a guy who knows enough about the game and watches enough lacrosse to make some sort of like mean statement. 
So I was like, Drake, I mean, Drake, do you have any, do you have any commentary? Well, th- th- this guy clearly wasn't in Lake Placid in the summer of 2019. That's for guess not. Sure. Right. GM GMH took it home. Right. Yeah. I was, I'm the only person in history to ever get benched in Lake Placid. <laughs> GMH. <laughs> like, come on. How do you get benched in Placid? You, you lose tons of face off. You lose <laughs> them all. This is what I said. Expendable. I, I see we're, we're more evidence. The evidence is piling up. You that just, wasn't that wasn't my call to bench you, by the way. That was not. I'm that not, was probably one of the like the most like hungover, demoralizing like things. Like you get the tap on your back, and you're like, "Hey, like we're gonna go with the other guy." I was like, "Are we in the national championship? Are we playing?" Youth? Oh wait, no. He did play lacrosse. This guy talking shit. The, the pen go- is the pen goalie talking shit to you. I mean, we don't play pen, so yeah, we did. How- His kitchen. We've never played pen. Oh, in the scrimmage. Oh, we saw yeah, year. I didn't play. Alex pen. DeMarco. Yeah. Oh my God. Alex DeMarco. We don't <laughs> need to, I thought he was really good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we, don't, we, don't, we don't need to dox the guy. Oh, dude, no, I'm doxing the guy because he had a fucking, in 2017 and 18, his save percentages were under 40, 40%. So I don't know if you can talk hey. shit with your save percentages, 37%. I make, I make no comment on that. Uh, he, he had a great career, great career at Haverford uh, in high school. Okay. Really guy. Um, so I'm from Philly. Never heard of him. I'm overrated. I'm sorry, man. I'll, I'll, try, I'll try to prove you wrong, I guess. This is my, this is my favorite one. My, my fandom of his. This is, this is my favorite one I throw out, Drake, when people are being mean. I'm going to say, I hope you find peace, brother. <laughs> so, <laughs> Alex, DeMar- Alex DeMarco, I didn't mean to dox you, but uh, I hope you find peace, brother. <laughs> We'll, uh, we'll, we'll load you up here with the softball now to close this one out. Uh, from at the neighborhood – well, the neighborhood kid on Twitter. I don't know if this is at. But uh, is it possible for a goalie to have too much sauce? Um, I, would, I would say, yeah. Like, if you have a lot – if you, like, look really cool and then you play bad, it's always a tough look, um, especially if you're doing it up with, like – I've seen a couple kids in high school with, like, bands on their, like, arms and stuff. Mm-hmm just get like shredded at like a summer tournament but is that like are you having bands is that the sauce if you're having the bands on your arms if you play well and you got them like you look pretty cool like that's a lot of sauce you're not like, coming out with freaking like calf bands on your arms and having sauce quote like, unquote. i guess i guess that's a, i mean i don't know i feel like if you you're, throw if, a calf band on your calf yeah the more you do the more at risk you are of looking like an absolute tool i would say that like if you're wearing, if you're at a summer tournament in three quarters long sleeve, like doing everything, and you play bad, like that's not, it's not a good look. So that's pretty much what you're much saying sauce. is like you just explained everything what you have, and if you have like the triple B's, <laughs> yeah, I mean triple B's especially. That's the, actually awkward. The kid from my it. high school had it, and I was like, yo, like, like Sartre might be the, the worst high school lacrosse team to ever touch lacrosse ever. <laughs> Let me tell you, like, like a proud alumni. I went, like, <laughs> I don't want to boast. I went, I mean, I'm an awful lacrosse player, but I went <laughs> two and 16 my senior year. Like, like the conference you play in was awful. And this kid shows up, this camp we have, and he goes, I was like, oh, like, my goalie has, like, triple Bs on his um thing, too. Like, where'd you get them from? He's like, oh, yeah, like, I'm a fan of Jake Porter. And I was like, you got to be shitting me. Like, people, like, you think people, like, actually, like, like. I've yeah. seen, I've seen kids who, who have it. It's always awkward when they're not good. Cause it's like, mm. 
I don't know. It's 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 a tough I'm look for the brand. To see it, and then I'm yeah. like, and then if they like aren't playing, so well, you I'm only like, like, the, like you only like your fans that are that are good. No, oh, that's fucked up. It's, it's fucked up, like, Drake. It's always awkward. Like it's just no, that's just that's literally what you say. You're like, oh, like it's cool, but like if he sucks, like uh. <laughs> big baller, Brandy. Like I don't know. Whatever, dude. <laughs> I, I thought that this was a softball question. Turns out you just threw half your fans under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> They're all That's tough. But, but no, I, I would totally agree with that. And then like, there's also the other end of the spectrum too, where it's like, you know, like a guy like Galloway, I think like looks terrible in his sweatpants, no offense. Um, but when he, when he plays as well as he plays, then like that terrible sweatpant look turns into sauce. Um, so I, it, I, I would definitely agree. It all comes down to the uh, to the skill level between the pipes as to just how meaty that sauce is. Exactly. All about the substance. Whatever you want. The, su- the whatever. substance to the sauce. Whatever you want. Substance to the sauce. There we go. Um, well, yeah, boys. I mean, uh, appreciate you guys hopping on here. Um, de- definitely a uh, – we, we, we love having goalies on. You might be the f- – no, we've definitely had uh, – have we had Jerry on actually before? I don't know how many face-offs we have had, had before. We have had, we have had Jerry on, yes. Okay, so we've had Jerry before. So, Fop, you're not the first, but this is the first. You talked to TD. You, you talked you, – you did. Oh, shit. My, 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 brain, my brain's going. Um, well, now I'm, I'm the – the shittiest face I've ever had on. Yeah, yeah. So we, yeah, so we, we could have left the TD bullshit out. Of <laughs> yeah, so I, I just wanted to make sure that Jordan uh, keep you know digging what? me into the ground, brother. <laughs> Moral of the story: hey, They're going to list your height as six feet under. Now. Moral of the story is that this is the first better, time better that we've than five had, <laughs> Is that we've had, <laughs> we've had a goalie and a face-off guy on the same episode and i think that this this will do wonders for your position moving forward i think everyone will realize listen we can't get rid of this position in the sport because then we won't get interviews with guys like jake fop anymore so yeah it'd be done you you, you did your position well in quotes next year face-offs are gone (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh all right well yeah sorry for uh the rest of you face-off guys who are now losing spots all across the country because jake just ruined this for you guys but boys appreciate you guys coming on um sunday syracuse versus army in the wait actually what is your new place called again the stadium what yeah it's called the stadium man. okay so in i'm out well, of like the like washington everything. like in, the washington football team yeah i guess the stadium. all right the stadium yeah. well syracuse versus army in the stadium uh that game what are you guys at noon on sunday well, yeah. All right, check it in. We'll probably have a niche on the call with his glorious flow. Maybe uh, we can get him to get a mullet looking like Drake's. And, uh, boys, best of luck this season. I think, uh, obviously, you guys had a great run last year, so I think it'll probably look pretty similar this year. So we're looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, go uh, just stitch some sleeves on those jerseys and go kick some ass. We'll get on that. Awesome. Thanks for Sweet. having us. Thanks. All right. Thanks again to Drake and Jake for hopping on with us. Uh, Again, you guys can catch their game on Sunday, February 21st. That'll be a 12 PM noon Eastern game. Uh, just an, an unreal slate of games that we have coming up ahead of us, uh, with, especially with big 10 coming back this weekend. So, um, here's the thing. 
it's it's real early in the season right now, so it doesn't make a ton of sense for us to like go into these games and really like give like a pre like one we suck at previews anyway, or at least I do. Like I I end up being wrong most of the time, um, but especially now where we haven't seen many of these teams play yet, uh, especially in the Big Ten wouldn't make a ton of sense to go in depth into previews, but Jake, do you have one uh, game that really sticks out uh, on this schedule in you? I mean, yeah, I'm going to, I mean, you guys know me, right? I am uh, doing my master's degree at Johns Hopkins, therefore a Hopkins fan. So we got big 10 playback this week. I'm, my pick is hop at Ohio state, which objectively is a pretty good game this weekend, right? So we get to see what Hop's bringing back. Joey Epstein able to, uh, you know, Cole Williams is back. Joey Epstein's able to uh, rehab whatever knee thing he had going on last year. I think it was some sort of meniscus or something like that. So Joey Epstein, it, it was, you know, I don't know if you guys ever seen his highlight tape. It's just absolutely fucking filthy, but like one of the most highly touted recruits. Um, we'll see what Hopkins can string together. Last year was pretty tough to watch. The year before was pretty tough to watch too. So um, we're, we're looking forward to that. Uh, what about you? Who, who's your pick? Well, real quick, just, just to go off of Hopkins real quick. I like a lot has obviously been made off of like Sowers going to Duke. A lot has been right. made with like TD potentially going to Denver, like all these. Sh- I would argue as to saying that John Grant Jr. going to Hopkins to be their offensive coordinator is like right up there with the most like impactful move of this past off season. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, you know, John, John Grant Jr. is, is if not one of the biggest legends in, in the game. Um, I mean, he's scored a million goals himself, so it'll be interesting to see what kind of different element he brings to the game and brings to, brings to Hopkins. You know, he's, I mean, he's kind of a do it all guy. Right. So um, we'll see what he's got strung up. I'm excited to watch. Uh, I mean, Ohio state, you got Ryan Tarafanko, who's just, just one of the best in the game right now too. So, I mean, it should be, you know, on paper, it's a great game, but you guys never know. It's the first weekend, right? And it's funny. We're talking about opening weekend in the middle of February, but like it's, it's uh, opening weekend for the big 10. It's going to be weird, right? We never know what can happen in the opening weekend. Stuff changes six weeks down the road. It's February. So, you know, obviously don't take our fucking criticism to heart. Okay. We're just, we're just guys on the internet with, 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 with opinions. Yeah, who okay. just shit into a microphone every week. Um, That's right. Well, yeah, so John Grant Jr., one of the best offensive minds in the game. Uh, I'm excited this weekend to watch one of the best offensive talents, one of the best goal scorers in not just the nation this year, but in college across in general with Mac O'Keefe and the Penn State Nittany Lions getting their season going. They'll be going up against Rutgers at noon on Saturday. First game in the post-Grant Ament era for Penn State. So this will be a, um, a pretty important one for them like right off the bat just to see how that offense operates without number one wheeling and dealing from X. Um, and I think that this is also like a huge get, well, you know, a huge season in general for Mac O'Keefe to really show that because I, I, I feel like that Grant Ament shadow was over him a little bit. And I think, you know, some people might think, yeah, like, you know, he's been able to put up 
192 goals in his career because he had Grand Ament feeding him. Um, I, I think that O'Keefe has that talent, has that skill set to create for himself. And this will be a, a good coming out party for him as, as like the head guy, as like that dude on this, uh, on this offense. So Penn state against Rutgers, I feel bad because like I go into every season, like counting Rutgers out. Um, and, and, you know, they're, they're always good for a couple of really tight games against some of the top teams in the big 10. Like they'll give Hopkins a scare. They'll give Maryland a scare, but um, I don't know. I, I just never really have a feel on Rutgers. So I'm, I'm definitely way more in this one for Penn state. Um, but I don't know who knows, maybe, maybe Rutgers can, I mean, they, they've definitely got the, uh, the, the veteran presence with uh, Charlie Charlie Beatty Beatty's. As, as another seventh year guy to go along with Jimmy Perkins. So, um, you know, definitely veteran leadership there, but big, big, uh, big weekend for Mac O'Keefe. Yeah, it's a big weekend for Mac. Um, I mean, he's, he's going, he's going for the goals record this year. You know, that's, that's, that's a non-trivial thing, right? It's a non-trivial weight to have on your shoulders. Uh, and you know, maybe I bet he's, he's such a chill guy. I bet it's more like, you know, he's like, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm doing that or whatever, you know, he's not really worried about it. He's not looking at numbers. He'll give you that coach speak. Like, yeah, you know, it's really about just kind of like, you know, the being in the right spot at the right time and the boys finding me with the ball, you know, he'll give you that sort of shit. But like in reality, like he, you definitely got to be pumped about it no matter, no matter what. Um, I think that Rutgers Penn state game will be, will be a good one. Um, other than that, like, you know, it's your, it's your typical slate of games, you know, your Loyola, Virginia, Jacksonville, Mercer, like, you know, there's lacrosse. And I think there's way more on this weekend than there was last weekend with the start of the big 10. So again, very blessed, very grateful to have that. Yeah. Should be a uh, unreal weekend. Only going to keep getting better as all these teams get themselves going. So uh, yeah, I mean, there's really nothing left to do besides you guys just, uh, you know, maybe, maybe wake up early in the morning, hit the wall a few times. Get get those reps in, and then park your ass on the couch, watch some lacks, fire off some takes. Should be a great weekend for all the boys and girls. And in the meantime, uh, yeah, just keep it low to high till the day we die. We out.